Episode 14, Codependency. Hello, my name is Angela. I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I am a wife, I am a mother of four, and I am a stepmother of three. I was married for 14 years when I began to learn the secrets my now ex-husband had been keeping from me, all starting with his affair. My world, my identity, my worth were all in question. I didn't know or trust anything. But through that tragedy, something amazing happened. I found myself, and I began to learn how to truly love the person I saw in the mirror. It's not a destination. It's a journey. However, now I can honestly say that I am a beautiful, strong, intelligent, and brave daughter of God. I am a trauma survivor and thriver, as well as a certified life coach. I want to share my story, as well as my experiences and what I've learned, to bring others hope, healing, and help. So come with me, and together we can find courage in betrayal. Okay, this is an episode that might be hard to hear. Not because it's triggering, but more to the fact that I might have to call you out. I want to be clear, I'm not here to blame or cast judgment on anyone for doing anything. But we have to talk about difficult and hard things if we are going to recover and heal. Okay, so codependency, what is it really? I didn't need anyone to take care of me. I am a strong, independent woman. I am not dependent on anyone. Or so I thought. In the process of my recovery, I discovered that I was very codependent, and I didn't even know it. Therefore, to find recovery, it will take looking into yourself and recognizing behaviors that may not be serving you in the way you need or want. Codependency is one of those. So let's define codependency, shall we? It is defined as a physiological condition or relationship in which a person manifesting low self-esteem and a strong desire for approval has an unhealthy attachment to another. Often, the attachment is to a person who is controlling or manipulative, such as a person with an addiction. Now, doesn't that sound wonderful? All my dreams come true in one definition. If you can't catch it, I'm being sarcastic. That is awful. And that was definitely not me, right? I don't have that problem. I don't have low self-esteem or need approval. I don't care what other people think of me. But wait, why then do I feel like I'm not enough? Why do I avoid getting into trouble or I hate it when the people I love are mad at me? Why do I need my husband to validate me and tell me he wants me? Why does it hurt or bother me when he makes decisions that I don't like? Okay, maybe it's more of a problem than I thought. I find it so fascinating that as we begin to work and heal from betrayal, what we are really beginning to do is learn about why and who. Let's see. I find it so fascinating that as we begin to work and heal from betrayal, what we, re- what we really begin to do is learn about why we do or do not do certain things. And that has nothing to do with our marriage, our husband's infidelity, or even our husband's at all. Healing has everything to do with us. Okay, I'm going to break it down a little bit. In a previous episode, I talked about people-pleasing. If you haven't listened to that that episode, it's episode 12, people-pleasing. I would recommend listening to that in conjunction with this one. 
In that episode, I had mentioned that codependency and people-pleasing are two sides usually to the same coin, meaning that usually there are always exceptions, but for the most part, if you have one, you will find the other. Codependency is usually the reason for people-pleasing. Because I'm a codependent, I then use people-pleasing as a coping mechanism for it. Codependency is the reason I want to be pleasing because I'm looking and wanting validation, appreciation, and love. I give others what I'm hoping they will give me. Then if or when I do not get that in return, I feel hurt and taken advantage of. But the reason we put our needs, our boundaries, our desires, and our wants to the side is because we are afraid of being rejected or abandoned. That fear is what causes our codependency. So let me share with you some of my background. I grew up in a wonderful home. My parents are still together to this day, and in fact, just celebrated their 50th anniversary last April. They taught me that I am a child of God and that He loves me. They gave me everything I needed and wanted. I was very blessed, and yet I still struggled as a child. Although I love my family dearly, there were a few dynamics that were hard for me. To start, I was the youngest of five children. Yes, to my siblings, I was the spoiled one. But to me, I was alone. I was teased and I was made fun of a lot. Because I was the baby of the family, there were large age gaps between me and my other siblings. No one really ever wanted me around. I was the annoying little sister and they never let me forget it. On top of that, I was a highly emotional child. Okay, who am I kidding? I still am. Be that as it may, that only added to the annoying things about me. But the big kicker was when my entire family went to Disney World for a family vacation when I was five years old. But because I was so much younger than everyone else, I was left home. I was left behind. I was old enough to remember and to miss not being there. And it was Disney World, not some boring adult vacation that I wouldn't care about. As far as I can recall, that's one of my earliest memories. I remember staying with my aunt and uncle and their family while the rest of my family went to the happiest place on earth. That was when I began to believe that maybe I wasn't a good enough sister, daughter, or important enough to be part of it. My family could leave me behind and still have a family vacation. No one needed, wanted, or missed me. That is when I believe I began my mission to never be left behind again. I wanted to be loved and accepted. I wanted to be important and I wanted to matter so that I would never feel that way again. That was the birth of my codependency. I then went the rest of my life believing I was not enough. So it became my mission to be enough one day. So I needed to try to be the best daughter I could. This meant I didn't want to make my mom angry. I didn't want to be the cause of my mom's frustrations or irritations. So I learned the best way to do that was to not cause trouble. Therefore, I was the good girl. I didn't talk back. I didn't break rules and I made myself scarce. However, that left me feeling invisible and very isolated. No one knew how sad and lonely I felt. 
In addition, I wanted to be a good friend, a good dancer, and a good teammate. I felt worthless unless someone told me, good job. Then I felt like my efforts were working and I was good enough for that moment. I have a very distinct memory that if I wasn't complimented about something from someone every day, I had a mental note to make sure I did a better job the next day. Can you see how destructive this line of thinking is? But I didn't know. I had no idea that I was needing others to validate me, to tell me I was enough and to give me my worth. I thought I had self-esteem. I knew and believed I was a daughter of God and that he loves me and my soul is of infinite worth. I had standards and I never drank alcohol or had sex before marriage. I thought I was doing everything right, but I was so afraid of being left behind or of being rejected, of being abandoned, that I put myself aside and I told myself that is what I was supposed to do. Now, knowing all that about me, what do you think happened when I was 19 years old, living on my own for the first time, and I met a boy? This boy was funny, attractive, and very charming. But more than that, this boy made me feel important. He made me feel seen, and he made me feel valued. I fell head over heels in love, and I believed that he must be my true love because. I had been searching my entire life for how he made me feel. We were married six months later, but suddenly things began to change. I watched the light and admiration almost drain from his eyes. I felt him turn cold and distant, and I thought I must have done something wrong. I then tried even harder, but at the same time, anger and resentment began to grow bigger and bigger. I truly believe that if my husband felt loved, valued, and appreciated, then he would reciprocate and make me feel loved, valued, and appreciated. So because he was not fulfilling my needs, I believed I must I believed I needed to be better to fulfill his. I tried to be everything I thought he would want. But he just got further and further away, and I became more and more angry and resentful for all the work I was doing. I told myself I did those things because I loved him. But the truth was, I did those things because I wanted to be loved. This behavior is what people-pleasing is. People-pleasing is manipulation, just tied in a prettier bow. I was giving and caring and loving, not because I loved so deeply, but because I wanted to be loved so deeply because I was codependent. At the same time, my ex-husband had his own issues and coping mechanisms. He is avoidant and distant. He isolates and doesn't understand, let alone talk about feelings or emotion. He's manipulative and gaslit and used my my codependency to pretty much do whatever he wanted. He, whether subconsciously or not, knew that I was reliant on him, that I would never leave him. And because he knew that, he pushed my limits and my boundaries just to see how far I would bend. Now, he has his own healing journey he needs to take, but this is not about him. This is about you and I. 
The point being is that my first marriage was built on different forms of manipulation and unhealthy coping mechanisms. We were young and didn't know any better. But because I was waiting and needing him to validate me, I allowed so much abuse and disrespect. Because I was so afraid that he would leave and abandon me, I abandoned myself over and over again. I would metaphorically cut myself and then would be angry that my husband for not protecting me from me. Codependency is hurting ourselves for the hope or the belief that our sacrifice will be received and accepted. It is not being able to find peace unless our spouse or significant other does the things we need from them. This is a painful truth to realize. And although people-pleasing and codependency are very different approaches and tools, the outcome is the same. It is manipulation. That was a really hard pill for me to swallow. I was very angry the first time I heard that, and I tried to negotiate with myself that I was not manipulating, but that I was a victim to my ex-husband's manipulation. But when I was able to look at myself honestly, I knew it was true. I was doing all those things so that he would do what I wanted. So now what? How do we change? How do we get better? Well, to start, you have to want change. You have to want something different. That means we have to show up differently. And it starts with giving yourself what you have been asking and needing from everyone else. You deserve to finally be loved the way you have always wanted to be loved. And you are honestly the only one that can do that. You are the only one who can fulfill the empty space in your heart. You are the only one who knows what you really need. But knowing something and doing something are two different things. It can be very difficult to see and know how to start. That is why I coach and work with women one-on-one to create and find new behaviors and overcome other stumbling blocks. It isn't easy, but it is possible. So don't give up, take courage, and until next time, stay strong, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me here today, but I could really use your help. This podcast is new and not very many people know about it. I know that every podcast and social media outlet will ask you to like, leave a review, or share this with a friend, but that is because it's the only way it will reach more people. So if this podcast spoke to you, or if you appreciated anything, please just take a moment to share your thoughts and impressions. I personally would be forever grateful because you just don't know who may need to hear it. Thanks again.